Talk back matters. Oh, there's a change in the weather. There's a change in the sea. From now on, there'll be a change in me. My walk will be different. My talk and my name. Nothing about me's gonna be the same. With just $20 to his I'm name, he set off walking to the local supermarket to buy his first decent meal in ages and ended up blowing all he had at the TAB instead. Brett Mitchell, who is now Director of Salvation Army Counselling, shares openly about his past and how his story of change helps other people. Um, once, once a month we have what we call a feast here at the Manly Salvation Army. It's Friends Eating at Salvos Together. That's the acronym. And uh, so we'd sat down to a, um, uh, it's usually a two-course dinner, and uh, there's a gathering of people from the community, anyone from, you know, homeless people off the street to people who are marginalised with mental health or also people who are from the community, local church members. So we had a couple of solicitors here, you know, Anyone can come. Everyone's invited. Everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. And tell us about uh, one of those people that you met. Well, uh, m- more than probably 80% of the people in the room we have regular contact with, so we know most of them. And um, on this particular night, I decided to show a, uh, a video clip of um, people finding freedom. And so I showed this uh, short uh, DVD clip on the screen and then I invited people to share around the table uh, what freedom means to them. So at each of the tables there's probably about eight people and they were just discussing what freedom means to them and I sat down next to a, uh, a gentleman who, who then turned to me and uh, the whole table was interested to know what I thought freedom was and uh, this gentleman uh, who, who I've probably known for 12 months or more said to me with all due respect, I'm, I'm not sure if you know much about real life. And uh, I smiled and said, well, let me tell you what uh, freedom means to me. And uh, I was able to then share with him about my own personal story of finding freedom, uh, which going back to when I was uh, 22 years old, I was dependent on alcohol and uh, used drugs on a regular basis. And uh, I'd sort of got to the point in my life where... Uh, uh, I realised I, I couldn't do this on my own. I wasn't able to stop, and uh, I, you know, pretty much got out of control. How long did it last for? Oh, that all up. I, I you know, I'd, I'd started drinking when I was fifteen, sixteen, but uh, probably got pretty bad by the time I was seventeen, and uh, and by the time I was eighteen, I was drinking every day, and uh, the drugs came along, um, you know, by the time I was seventeen, but uh, uh, by the time I was you know, 1920, you know, most weekends I'd use some sort of amphetamine or something along those lines. How did you manage with work or with life when uh, you were drinking that much? Um, well, you just, you know, I was still young. I could get up. Uh, my, my usual routine was, um, well, when I, when I stopped drinking, my routine was that uh, I would make a rule that I had to get to bed by 4.30 a.m., uh, I started work at 6.30 a.m., so I would uh, get up and uh, I only had to go five minutes around the corner to where I worked. I worked, um, well, I lived above a 
pub shop residence right next door to a nightclub and I worked around the corner in a cafe. So it was five minutes to walk to work and there's an espresso machine there and I'd uh, drink a lot of coffee in the morning and uh, do my job working in the, in the cafe. And uh, I'd finish about 4.30, I think, and uh, uh, if I finished earlier, I'd go down to the TAB and uh, try and win some money. If not, I'd, uh, uh, you know, if I had money, like I was, um, in those days, you could work cash-in-hand jobs, so I could also, uh, to get some uh, Social Security money, and um, I would uh, then be able to spend that, or I'd borrow money off someone else if I was a bit short, and uh, I'd be able to go out that night and drink or smoke pot or, or take take some drugs and uh how much were you spending at the tab for example was it uh, a lot of your salary or oh it'd just depend it'd depend on on what i had so you know it could be anything from twenty dollars you know even if i had ten dollars i could go and spend that i remembered one day i was actually walking to the supermarket to uh buy a steak and uh I can even remember what I was. I was going to buy steaks, some cheese, some olives, and I was going to and some asparagus, and I was going to cook up a nice, healthy meal that I hadn't had for quite a while. And on the way, I um, I walked past the TAB with the the twenty dollars I had, and uh, I managed to go in there and spend it. You know, on the first race that was on. Um, when you're trapped in addiction, uh, your life gets out of control pretty quickly. And, um, so, what did you have for dinner that night? Uh, for that night, I didn't have uh, anything for dinner that uh, I can recall, um, you know, around that period of time. I remember uh, sticking strawberry jam on a few wheat bix and uh, washing it down with a bit of water. So some some nights you wouldn't um, have a healthy meal. But because I worked in a cafe at the time, I was always able to get uh, decent decent food there for breakfast and lunch. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty out of control, really. Like, I was burning the candle at both ends and, uh, yeah, it just got to the point where... I'd had enough, and I've been trying to sort of stop or modify my life for a long time. And uh, just one night, about three thirty a.m., I just said, "God, I don't want proof you exist anymore. I need your help." And it was the most sincere prayer I'd sort of prayed, and uh, I sort of surrendered, I guess, to, to that I couldn't do this on my own. And uh, I then, um, what was what I thought was a, not much of a coincidence at the time was that three days later I was sitting in a Salvation Army rehab, so a rehab run by Christians, and uh, and I'm face-to-face with a 12-step program that talks about God. So I thought, gee, this is too much to be just a coincidence. And uh, Anyway, I shared this story with, um, with this gentleman. He was then able to open up about his own life and his own struggles. Are you able to share what he shared, or is, does he prefer not to? Well, without going into too much detail, um, he was able to tell me about his past life and there was some significant and, uh, you know, serious baggage that he was carrying, I guess, um, from that. And and I said to him, did you, you know, are you here because you're sort of escaping all of that? Is that why you drink? And he acknowledged that and... uh, and I said, well, that guilt and remorse you're feeling, it's only God that can free you from, from that. And and I think that was the seed that planted in his head. Yeah. And I'd known him for over 12 months where we'd had a lot of superficial conversations long before I was able to discern the, the moment where I could open up and talk to him about faith and God and Jesus and the freedom that he could experience through knowing Jesus. Is he now seeking rehab or what? how is he going? Yeah. Within a week, and I, I didn't encourage him to do this, but he, he sought out a rehab himself and uh, entered that program. And, uh, 
you know, it's a, it was a short-term rehabilitation service and uh, he's actually out now and he's, he's struggling a little bit, but um, we have constant contact with him. And uh, what I'm always reminded of is when I first went to rehab, I only stayed there eight days and struggled for the next three months. Yeah, right. But I did know that uh, I was in a place where I couldn't continue to go on drinking. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know how to stop. Yeah. And the only hope I had at that point was God. And uh, I took the time to, to read through a Bible and pray. And, uh, and uh, you know, God's grace, I was able to find that freedom. For there's a change in the weather. There's a change in the sea. From now on, there'll be a change in me. My walk will be different. My talk and my name Nothing about me is gonna be the same I'm gonna change my way of living Our guest, Brett Mitchell, who is now the Director of Salvation Army Counselling, sharing how our story of change can help others find freedom. If you need help or you would like to talk to Brett, go to salvoscounselling.salvos.org.au. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.